Yo, welcome back to the Week in Review podcast. It's your host, Sean Stroud. And if you can't tell by the sound, I am in a different place now. I've fully moved into the apartment, and I'll get into all that later. But right now, I got to tell you that I am finally finished with all my fucking schoolwork. I'm very happy. I can finally sit back and relax, I think. I mean, I've already found one thing that I was supposed to turn in earlier, but I didn't see it, so that's late. But I think at this point, I've gotten everything done. I can sigh a little breath of relief. <laughs> um, Man, it's just... I just finished watching a documentary that was an hour long, and it was just nothing but people reading way too deep into Disney movies and critiquing them, talking about fucking sexual gender stereotypes, gender roles, uh, racial stereotypes and everything. And a lot of times they would talk about historical inaccuracies and how it's not actually like this here. And I realized that I didn't even, as a kid when I was watching those movies, I didn't even think of them as like happening on earth I wasn't thinking, oh, that yeah, Mulan, that's what it's like in China right now. Oh, Tarzan, he's in Africa. He's actually in Zimbabwe right now going, see, I don't I don't know. I didn't fucking, I didn't think that. I didn't wonder, well, where did Beauty and the Beast happen? Is that in Norway or, or Sweden or is that the Swiss? I, that's never anything that crossed my mind. But these adults are over here like, well, when kids see that, um, uh, when kids see that Belle likes books, but she doesn't tie the shoelace up the third rung of her shoe, it, it, she's not really that smart. You know, just dumbass shit that kids are not... Like, like half the kids watching these movies are, are just sitting there staring with their mouths open, not even taking shit in. It's just pretty ridiculous. But I had to, t- I had to watch that, take notes, and then make an argument. And, of course, my argument was against it, the f- saying that, you know, these are just movies. They, they're not branded as education, so why the fuck do they have to be educational? Go make your kids watch PBS or send them to school. I mean, one dude was complaining that why, why wasn't killing Native Americans worth showing in Pocahontas for the kids, huh? Because it's a fucking kids movie. <laughs> if you want to show them killing, if you want to show them fucking murder and stuff, show them Terminator or some other more age appropriate movie for murder. That's not something that needs to be in an animated fucking kids movie. All right. But I finished that. I finished all my other shit, and I can relax now, or at least after this is done, I can relax. It's been not that bad. Just um, trying to get a grasp of things. Trying to get a grasp of things. Moving over here wasn't that bad either. Uh, like I said, packing wasn't horrible. Most everything was just at Poppy's still in a box. I would say the worst part... Yes, the fact that I'm on the third fucking floor. <laughs> having to get everything up those stairs. Which isn't really a, a big deal with the boxes and shit. But when it came to this desk I'm sitting at. My dresser. My bed frame. Holy shit. I am thankful that my mom decided to marry into a family of giants. Because without dad, that would have been a pain in the ass. I, I, I thanked him and everything. Because I, without his help, man, I, I literally do not know what I would have done. I mean, it was so hard. It, it, it's not like... 
It, it's one of those things that made me glad that I've been going to the gym all this time because it didn't. It wasn't impossible. I mean, lifting the first heavy thing up, the maybe the dresser is what we took up first. It was just a pain having to maneuver through the staircase and they go in like a zigzag to the side, zigzag back up to the side, zigzag back up. So so we had to maneuver around corners and shit. And really, it was just uncomfortable. It was awkward and shit. It, it, it never felt like, oh, I can't lift this. I can't hold this. It, it was never that bad. So thankful for that. But it was a pain. By the time we were getting the bed frame in, I was, I was just like, man, we need to push this up now because I am not going to hold out. By the last one, I was fucking worn. My, my uh, right bicep was fucking hurting because that was the one on the bottom. It sucked, but the good news was after we got all that stuff in, that was the hardest part, and so the rest was just easy lifting, easy lifting. So I ended up with a living room full of boxes, and I've slowly been chipping away at it, trying to take stuff out, put it in a good place, throw the box, you know, I've I've been keeping all the boxes in one corner of the room because Dave likes to fuck with them. Uh, the other day I walked in here and he was like poking his head out of one of these boxes, just barely peering at me. That shit was adorable, man. Uh, so I've been leaving those out for him to mess with, but turning around now, it pretty much clear space. You know, I need, I need a couch. I need some more furniture. I even, uh, I went to the thrift store today to try to get some furniture. I want, in, in my mind, my goal was I needed a water bowl for Dave, something heavy that he can't knock over, a little ceramic something or other. And then I wanted a table to put all my pot figures on because I'm not going to put them on the floor. Um, nowhere in my room to put them. No, I don't have any, I don't have, like if I had another one of these desks, I could put it on that, but I don't. So need something to put those on. Right now they're just all in the closet because I got tired of the boxes being in the way. So first store we pull up to. We literally walk right in, and it's one of the display pieces that TVs are sitting on. And my mom says, "Oh, this table's thirty-five bucks if you want this. It's just a, you know, no, no drawers, no nothing, just a wooden table, maybe seven or eight feet long. It was pretty long, and then just straight black legs going down. Super simple, thirty-five bucks. I was thinking, hell yeah, I'm probably gonna get that. I can, looking around right now, I can see one." two spots that I definitely could have put it in, three spots I could have put it in, stack my my uh, pop figures on top of it. So I thought, okay, I'll get that. Keep Kept walking around, saw, found a bowl, said, okay, I'll get that, held on to that. Kept walking around, found a little bookshelf, thought, okay, I'll get that, kept walking around. And then I got to the point where I didn't, I, I was done looking, just following mom around, waiting for her to be done. We get, get up to the front, and then I uh, I go and get the bookshelf, bring it up. Says, all right, anything else? I said, yeah, I want that table right there that those TVs are on. She's like, oh, okay, let me call somebody to move them. She calls somebody, and then they say, no, you can't sell that table. I- I'm using it for display right now. She said, well, there's a price on it. And I-, I couldn't hear the other side of this phone conversation, but I'm guessing he said, I don't give a fuck. Tell that dude to fuck off and have a bad day. <laughs> So she hung up the phone. She's like, yeah, I can't sell that table. I'm sorry. And so I, uh, me and my mom are like, wow, that's uh, that's kind of ridiculous. You, you shouldn't put a price on it if you're not going to sell it. But but not in a way that like we're getting on this lady's ass, just kind of in general. Because I get like even from her face, her, her expression, everything, she clearly like thought it was dumb too. So if anything, we're kind of agreeing with her. 
And so that sucked because that literally would have gotten everything I needed in one trip. First place we went to, could have went home, been done with it. Make me feel better. She did sell me the bowl at cheaper than it was, so that was nice. Left there. Went to a few more thrift stores and didn't find shit, man. So ain't that a bitch? I mean, I don't think any of the next three that we went to had furniture at all. The last thrift store we got to, as we pulled up, I noticed how packed it was. And mom was even said that, yeah, this one's normally really busy on Sundays. There's, a, there's an extra sale going on or something. And we walked in. And of course, there was a line. There was no furniture in this one either, I quickly noticed. But I did see the CDs, so I went over and looked. And right there, on top, right in front of the display was Beck, Modern Guilt. And now I'm not a huge Beck fan, but I do know Kim Trails off that song, and it's got an awesome drum part. The album was 66 cents, and even though the case was broken, the disc was still in there. So I said, fuck it, I'm going to get this. And I hopped in line as soon as I could so that it wouldn't get any longer. Stood there, I waited. And as maybe two more people were in front of me, to get to the register someone called over the speaker and they said something in spanish that i didn't understand and then they said an english translation which was if you have 10 or less items go to uh register four so i said okay stepped out of line went and got in line for register four and the sign said express aisle which i quickly learned was either a lie or a sick joke And it was because of the dude running it. This guy just had to be slow, ringing stuff up, or maybe he was spending all his time talking to the customers. I didn't know what the deal was, but uh, very soon after, my mom pointed out the same thing that I had (laughs) that I had thought is this is the express aisle, hardly, you know, something like that. And then I noticed that the people behind me were now getting checked out in the long ass lines that were uh, ringing up people with carts full of blankets and full of clothes, just like 30 items maybe, ringing them all up and sending them out the door, and the time it takes this dude to ring up a belt and a fucking paperback book in the same amount of time, they're doing double. So the people behind me that were in that line are already going, so I'm kind of upset. It is what it is. This dude finally manages to get rid of the people in front of me, so I get up to him, and I only had one thing. I had a CD, and I knew that this place probably had a $5 card requirement, just like every other thrift st- thrift store I've been to. So I had a $5 bill ready, too. But the di- CD up there held out the $5 bill. He's like, is that it? I was like, yep, that's it. I look over at the screen. It says, 66 cents is your total. With tax, that's 71 cents. Instantly, in my mind, I thought, all right, my, my change is going to be four twenty nine. And so I look at this dude. And he's just like bumbling about and he starts pulling out dollar bills and then he, I guess he stops to process it for a second and then he pulls out some change and then he's just like standing there. And I turned to mom and I uh, I told her for 429 and she, I didn't say anything else, just said 429 and then I turned back around and then I'm waiting and this dude has just like frozen 
and I, w- I wanted to be clear, like it was loud. There were a lot of people. It was a long line. So when I said that to my mom, it was under my breath. And I know that this dude did not hear me, but I turned around and looked at him. He wasn't moving. He still had the same like I, dollars in his hand. He still had the same, the, the dimes, the nickel and the four pennies up there that he'd gotten out. And he was just standing there. And I wasn't like making eye contact with him at first because they're on a raised platform. So maybe my face is about like waist level for, for him. But I, I got the sense that maybe he was staring me down or some shit, trying to give me attitude or like, you, you know, the, 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 the precursor to, you want to go outside, bro? And so I look up at his face and he's just like, it looks like he's going to shit himself. I mean... <laughs> The dude has just like a blank fucking stare. Like he does not know what's going on. And so I look back down. I just kind of start looking around to pass time. And at one point, I look at my mom to confirm that this is actually fucking happening in front of me. Like this dude, like we're both seeing that this dude's just standing here, not saying anything, not doing anything, not even moving. And then I look back up. I look at him one more time. It looks like he's about to cry. So I, I don't know what's is if he's having a panic attack, having to do the math of 429 in his head. I'm not sure. But then someone comes up, asks him what the problem is. He says he needs another dollar to make change. And so they tell him just to grab the the the, 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 the uh, fucking coin change and make a dollar out of it and give it to me. And she asks, <laughs> she asks how much he needs. And I say, I'm like, 429, that's my change, 429. And so... They get it together, and then he gives it to me. I was like, thank you. Have a good day. He asked if I want a bag. I said, I promptly said no. Nothing to make this any longer, nothing to complicate the process any more than it already has been. Me and my mom head out. We get in the car, start driving away. She said, I've had enough thrift shop fun for the day. <laughs> I guess that dude killed it for her. But all in all, it was a... I guess a half-fruitful trip. I got one of the two things on my list. It just sucked that, like, the first thing that I needed was was literally at the first store I went to in my face, and then they wouldn't sell it to me. So that was kind of a uh, a little sting, but it is what it is. Got to hang out with Mom a little bit. Not that I've really needed... <laughs> not that I haven't been over there that often recently. I think... Almost every day but one that I've lived here, I've been making trips over there to get stuff, to um, eat dinner, <laughs> to, you know, just, just to, because of, of stuff I've forgotten. Like the other day, it was um, the litter scoop and batteries, just, just small as shit. And so I've also been making a lot of trips to Poppy's to get the rest of the boxes out of his place, which I finally have done. There's nothing else over there. I told him, though, next time I get over there, I want to play dominoes, man. That dude, he is the one that made me good at dominoes. He put up a hell of a struggle. But I finally, (laughs) I say he put up a hell of a struggle like I'm always beating him. No, but I finally beat him one day. I don't remember when it was, but I damn sure remember it happened. So maybe we'll have another legendary dominoes battle next time I go over there. Another place I've been spending a lot of time at is Walmart, man. I've made more trips to Walmart these past few days than probably the past five years of my life collectively. Luckily, though, it is on my way home. It's literally right 
off the exit that I need to take. I need to turn around on the highway, then get back on, and it's right at the turnaround spot. So it's not that inconvenient for me. Been pulling in there, uh, just getting like four things at a time because it's it'll just be random shit that I remember. Like right now, I've got a list going. Um, Eileen told me to, Poppy told me to, so I've started making lists, trying to make my life a little easier. Right now, it's like broom, tweezers, toilet brush, you know, just <laughs> random shit that I'm like, oh, a house needs this, I guess. Oh, a home isn't complete without that. You mean this doesn't already come here? Oh, shit, I guess I need to go get that. Like shower curtains. That was a, that was one that slapped me in the face. Just my floor getting wet as shit, having to throw a towel down. That's not the way to live. Went ahead and got trash cans while I was there, too. I mean, that first trip to Target was horrible. I didn't make a list, and so I was just kind of walking around the laundry aisle and the cleaning aisle in circles, just like a zombie, just... Have I gotten that? Have I got... Oh, I don't have sponges. Have I gotten this? Have I gotten this? I guess I need Febreze. Have I gotten this? Have I gotten this? No plan whatsoever. So I've definitely had to adjust that a little bit. Also, it has not been fun having to dole out money for shit like paper towels and toilet paper. Especially, I mean, it was like 150 bucks when all was said and done of just all the essential home stuff that I got. But I had to tell myself that most of that shit is going to last. So it's more like a one-time thing. Also, I went to the grocery store by myself for the first time in a minute. Even living back at my other apartment, I would go with my mom all the time. And I, and I tried to this time. I asked if she was busy, but schedules just didn't line up. So I went by myself, and it was at maybe 3 o'clock. I took off work early because I had to be home at 4 to help, or so someone could set my Wi-Fi up. And so I, I, about 3 o'clock, I was at, the, at Kroger, just walking around. And I guess this is when all the directionally challenged people happen to make their way to the store, too, to get milk and bread. Because, God, dude, I have never ran into so many people... And in the grocery store, ever. I mean, going with my mom, it has never been a problem. This time, I had to stop, and, and I, 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 more than once, I had to point to which direction I was going because someone was in the way just waiting for me to walk on by. I'm like, nope, I'm going that way. And then this dude was like, well, I'm going that way. It's like, all right, motherfucker, then fucking pull out, you dumb bitch. Like... He, he just said it with such confidence, like I was the fucking wrong person. Like, no, dude, there's a space to my right for you to fucking make a right turn and keep going so I can take the space you're occupying, you dumb fucking bitch. It's just multiple people, multiple people just not knowing how to move. Like, I say excuse me. I'm not a dick to, to random people normally. Unless you act like this dude. And even then, I didn't say shit to him. I just went on with my day because I'm never going to see him again. But so many doofuses just walking around the grocery store. Just getting in the way. Just no reason. People like, if, if I'm walking down an aisle, right? Someone else is coming down the same aisle in the same direction. I think it's common courtesy that if I go to one side, you go to the other. Or if you go to one side first, I'll go to the other. People were not catching on to simple shit like that. Like, almost fucking just running into me for no reason. Scoot the fuck over, you dumb bitch. There's enough room in this Kroger bread aisle for both of us. 
All right. I hear Dave getting into boxes and shit behind me. It is what it is. Yeah, look, guys. I'm looking at you. I can't complain too much about Dave. He's uh been pretty chill overall. I think it's because he's older this time. Also, the my door, my bedroom door is pretty much open 24-7, so he's always in and out, chilling with me, coming out here and chilling, doing pretty much whatever he wants to. So he's getting plenty of attention. I'm sure he's happy about that. We've been sleeping together, actually, uh, most nights. I wake up and I look over and he's laying there next to me because uh, 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 the, the mattress I have now is big enough for both of us to really have our own space. So I'll be laying on one side and I look over and he's just laying on his side or um, there's a window on that side too. So sometimes he'll be looking at it. It's really nice and, and comforting. I know I've said this before, man, but seeing a uh, just seeing a cat relax in a space is enough to make me want to relax or feel a little bit more relaxed. Just seeing how carefree they are, how is he in that box? <laughs> just seeing how chill they are and that they don't give a fuck reminds me that I should give less of a fuck. Once all the college work is done, that is. But yeah, Dave's been pretty cool. No complaints there. I will complain, however, about um my impression that I've made on the neighbor. I don't I don't think it's actually been too bad, you know. Basically basically what happened was one day I was make I'd come back on a trip from Poppy's and I was taking up boxes to my room and I had fully loaded that down my car with boxes. So it was a few trips that I needed to make. And so maybe it was the last trip, but maybe it was the fifth or sixth trip, my my last trip up. I'm just having a conversation in my head. Right? We all do that. You just play out little scenarios and what you would do, what you would say. And I was five or six trips deep. There wasn't shit going on. So I was like entertaining myself at this point, just kind of in my own world. And as I'm coming up the last flight of stairs to my floor, something in my head, someone in my head pisses me off or does some dumb shit. And so I kind of verbally... Not verbally, because I don't say it out loud, but I kind of mouth the words and act as if I'm saying, fuck out of here. Like, I I did that in real life as I was thinking it in my head. And then I made the last two steps up and here. Oh, so you're my new neighbor? (laughs) And look over, scared shitless, but trying not to show it on my face. And see my neighbor standing there, just just chilling, like trying to start a conversation. And so immediately I, I turn it on. I go, oh, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> hey, I, my name's Sean. Nice to meet you. Have a good day. Nice to meet you. And so I did my best to um, do damage control. But I don't know, man. <laughs> that was a little awkward. And then today... I was walking up the stairs and this was, it was only one trip, but I did have my hands full of shit. It was a, it was the bookcase actually. And I'm I'm making it up the last steps to my stairs and I'm smell, I smell cigarette smoke and I've smelled it the whole way up, but I didn't really think that much of it. But the further up the stairs, it just gets worse. And so I make, I just make like a, a, a really nasty face. I felt like as I was going up the last steps and I think in my head, fucking gross ugh. but I don't know how much of a face I made 
But as I walked up those last three steps right here, still getting settled in, huh? Still moving in stuff. There she is again, right there. And I think what it is is that she's somewhat shorter and there are like pillars and shit going up the stairs. So maybe my vision was blocked, but once again, caught me off guard, caught me in the middle of fucking a bad moment. So that was, um, that was awkward. But once again, I was very nice. I, I am a very nice person. And so <laughs> I can be, I don't know. So I don't think it was anything too bad, you know, didn't, um, didn't just sink it like an anchor. Man, that was horrible. That was not clever at all. That was just completely like I forced that in there. <laughs> it's kind of like how the, the fucking Disney doc felt, man. They were just like forcing. Here, look, I'll, I'll read something. Um, <laughs> oh, this this one lady was talking about these Siamese cats in, um, what is it? It's a movie I've never seen, damn it. Lady and the Tramp. And how they were depicted as uh, an Asian stereotype, and in the stereotype, she depicted or she she included like cunning and villainous, and it seemed like they were the fucking villains of the movie. So that didn't really <laughs> that didn't really hold up. You know what I mean? I, I haven't seen the movie, so I could be wrong. But there was also people saying like Pocahontas was historically inaccurate; that she didn't actually marry John Smith and. Why weren't they showing people killing natives in this kids movie? It's, it's like, bro, it's a, first of all, it's a story. It doesn't need to be historically accurate. They're, they're, they aren't putting on Pocahontas in a classroom. And second of all, why would you show a bunch of killing to kids, man? That's just, it's just ridiculous shit. And I had to sit there and like take notes on it for an hour. So I, I think that's should be considered a form of torture. I think I'll be fine. I'll move on. Uh, he keeps freaking me out, man. He just randomly like runs around or some shit. But anyways, this week on uh, Dumbass Drivers of the Week, I was pulling into work, right? And so the way I have to get in work is I U-turn on Gus Thomason, and then I turn right to get... It's it's like the entrance to 80. So you turn right, and then it curves around, and you go straight, and then you turn right from a stop sign to get onto 80. My job is right in front of that, right before you get to the turn for 80. So I go around that turn into the entrance to get onto 80, right? And as I'm going around that turn, I always air up my tie, my airbags so that I can make it up the hill for work. And because it's also a hill right there, whenever I can, I try to swing out into the left lane, the, the, the lane that's, you know, opposite of me, I swerve into that lane so that I can get a wider turn to go up the hill and hit it at a straight angle so that I'm not like, uh, I think my dad said like twisting my, my frame of my car or whatever. And, um, so I was just doing that like a normal day, right? I did the U-turn, turned right to get on the, that entrance to get to 80, and I was airing my shit up, put on my right blinker, like I always do, because I'm turning right into my job. And then as I started to swerve out into the other lane, because no cars were coming, I started to turn into my job and hit it straight on. 
And this dude just decided that he was going to try to keep fucking going. Like, my right blinker wasn't on. Like, I was just... Like, I had just decided to start driving on the opposite side of the road. So he's, he was going to just keep going straight. And he almost fucking hit me. And so we both stop. And we're stopped so that he's going straight on the road pretty much. And I'm at an angle in front of him. Um, like a slash mark and then a dash pretty much. And he's not moving. I'm not moving. I can't. He's kind of blocking me from getting into work at this point. We both roll our windows down. And he's yelling at me, and I just say, did you see my right blinker? Did you see my right blinker on? He doesn't address that. He just keeps saying, well, what were you doing swerving in the other lane? What are you doing? What are you doing swerving in the other lane? And I, I'm just, I just say to him, dude, I'm, I'm going into work. I am turning right into work. Did you see my right blinker? Did you see my right blinker? He doesn't ever respond to that. So I realize this dude is just not going to be in the wrong He's never going to, there's not going to be something I'm going to say where this dude's going to go, you know what? I was, I was mistaken. I apologize. My, my, my um, not, con- I get my condolences. Ha- have a great rest of your day. I'm sorry. Let me back up. I realized that was never going to happen. So I said, you know what, man, you, you're in such a fucking hurry. Go ahead, go ahead. And I backed up and let him go and then go into my, went into work. But that just pissed me off, bro. I, I cannot even process what that dude thought I was doing because it's a right-hand turn. I have my right blinker on. I just started to swerve in the other lane so that I could make a turn into the to the right. Did he just think that, oh, yeah, oh this dude's driving on the other side right now. <laughs> He's just going to drive over. Oh, this dude's letting me pass. That, that must be what it is. This dude's letting me get in front of him. What a nice guy. Like, no, you fuckhead. What? <laughs> so that wasn't a great start to my work day. And it was one of those mornings where I woke up, like, ready to go, too. And so, yeah, that is what it is. And then last thing this week, there's not very much, I'm going to be honest. Last thing this week, it was late at night, and I was at my car. Guess what I was doing? Moving fucking boxes (laughs) up to my house, up to my new apartment. But I was out there, and I was on my last trip once again. I set my stuff down to get a better grip of it because I realized that uh, one, I was not going to be able to carry it up there like this. And two, if I did, my pants were not going to stay on. My shorts were already like at the brim of my ass cheeks, just trying to fall down. So I had to stop and tie them up. And as I did, I want to remind you, it was dark. Lights were on. It was dark. As I did, this lady walks behind me and she said, she asked if I needed any help with it. And I was like, no, thank you. Thank you, though. She walked past me and she said, Your dog must be asleep, huh? And then I said, I don't have a dog. No, I don't have... What dog? I don't have a dog. She said, Yeah. He he wasn't barking at me today. He wasn't barking at me this night. And then kept on walking. Clearly not taking any heed to anything that I was saying just like a one track mind like yep that's your dog so I don't know if she's crazy or what but I picked my shit up and got inside and locked both locks and held on to Dave for comfort I don't know all in all though I will say it has been kind of stressful moving into a new place 
I, I do like the freedom of it. <laughs> Yesterday I was sitting around and I realized that if I wanted to, I could record my podcast at any time of the day. First thing in the morning before work. I could knock it out if I really needed to. And I got a big smile on my face. So just the freedom to be able to do shit like that is pretty cool. I mean, I'm not going to lie. There, I'm right next to the basketball court of this complex. So that might be an issue at some points. Just having kids outside being loud and shit. But all in all, that's not that's not a lot compared to a house full of three kids running around and shit. But I'd say my biggest issue is just focusing on one thing at a time, like putting all my boxes away. I, I still need to get all the records out of this box and put them on the shelf. Uh, and throwing in school and work and just normal day-to-day stuff on top of that and, and trying to get everything into order and where it needs to be so that this can really feel like home. I mean, I mean, it's not like I'm I'm having trouble sleeping, and I'm just I'm wishing. Oh, I wish I was back home. I I'm homesick. It's it's nothing like that. I'm chilling. It's just there. There's a lot on my mind when I when I'm not doing something. When I uh, and sometimes I have I, I've struggled to like know what I should do next. I'll start doing one thing, and then it'll feel like no, I need to do this other thing first. And so it's just a big competition in my mind for what gets done first but what's important is that I am slowly doing it I'm getting it all done getting everything squared away I've got some stuff hung up on my wall uh that's pretty cool I've got my banner that I made in English class that I'm actually I wouldn't say proud of but I plan on keeping it for uh the foreseeable future it's a it's a rectangular banner, and I think it's made of some kind of cloth. Actually, it's got it's hung up by two yarn uh, strings of yarn in the in the top right and left corners, and on it, it's got a hourglass with a nine-tailed fox in front of it, and then the at the top, I wrote in Japanese kanji. I'm pretty sure this is what I wrote. I, honestly, it could be anything, and I, maybe I just forgot it at this point, but I'm pretty sure what I wrote was an XXX quote, which is, what is real will prosper. And, you know, the uh, hourglass, the t- passing of time, and the fragility of shit like that. But The Nine-Tailed Fox is entirely just Naruto. <laughs> I was finishing Shippuden at the time, so heavily influenced there, but... I'm pretty ha- happy with it, man. Uh, as for someone as someone who's not very artistic in any way, uh, I painted that and I'm pretty proud of it. So that's cool. Got my drumsticks hung up above my room. One that says Sean. Ones that I bought from uh, Hard Rock Cafe. Got my fucking uh, what does that say? Jump Force scroll hung up. It was a horrible game, but this is a cool scroll that I got for buying it. So I'll take it. Got my kitchen table. I've gotten most of the chairs actually emptied now. Most of my posters are still sitting on top of the kitchen table, though. I don't know where I'm going to put them. Because once I put them there, it's going to be a pain in the ass to take them down and move them somewhere else. So I'm just waiting to get a good idea of where everything's going to be first. But I'll stop with the fucking apartment tour. You get it. It's, It's a house. You've been in a house. Even if you don't own a house, you've been in a house. (laughs) So you have a frame of reference. But, um, yeah, that's about it, man. I don't have much more to talk about this week. So, it is Am I the Asshole Time. And I hope that you guys like this. 
I hope that I'm not just fucking reading this shit and you're you're like, okay, time to skip. Uh, if that's the case, maybe I'll catch on and stop doing this shit. But I enjoy it. <laughs> I like reading other people's problems and um, getting to just kind of laugh at them. Just seeing what the internet's take is in general. Because everybody, I feel like most people come from different backgrounds, but most people have the same consensus, the same general opinion of right and wrong. So, Am I the asshole for paying off the balance of my niece and nephew's orthodontic bills, about $5,700 as their Christmas presents? I recently got a promotion at work and a pretty substantial raise, and I was able to dramatically increase the limits on my credit cards. I was talking to my sister in late November, and she said unless her husband got a raise, they were going to have trouble making the January payment for my niece and nephew's orthodontic treatment. I figured making the payment would be a great way to ease some pressure on them. I called the ortho. Do, I called the orthodontist office. Wow, just had a stroke reading that. And they asked if I was if I was calling to pay the January balance three hundred dollars or the f- balance in full fifty seven hundred dollars. I figured with the new credit card, what the hell? With my new raise, I'd barely notice the additional payment, and that way my sister's family would be covered even if uh, Bill didn't get the raise. I guess that's the guy's name. That's a no-no. I don't think you're supposed to give their names out, but maybe it's a fake one. Anyway, I presented them my gift yesterday, and my brother-in-law freaked out. I guess he did get a raise, and he's pissed that I insulted his manliness and his ability to provide for his family. My sister says I was overstepped overstepping and she wasn't even asking me to do anything just venting it's been so weird since am i the asshole well man i gotta say no i gotta say no you're definitely not the asshole you definitely just did something nice and even from the way you wrote this i can't because someone might do this really with the intention of showing oh yeah I'm, i'm better than you i can take care of this it's nothing for me or uh, or that they'd f- have to feel indebted because th- they got helped out by him. But just reading this, it does not come off that way at all. So if, if assuming this dude is well-intentioned and just, yeah, I, I'm going to take care of this because I see they're struggling with it. Oh, $300? Well, I, I could do 57 and and, you know, it wouldn't be that much for me. So I'll go ahead and take care of that for, for them for Christmas. That uh That doesn't seem like... I don't see how he ever could be the asshole. So, yeah, people obviously voted this guy not the asshole. I'm going to scroll down and see if anyone says they are the asshole, though. Not the asshole, wonderful gift. and Oh, B-I-L, brother-in-law, not Bill. I'm the dumbass. Fuck. This is a wonderful gift, and your brother-in-law is an asshole for making it about his ego. That's true. Yep, I agree with that. Not the asshole. This dude says whether or not he's the asshole, he's a fool with money because of how he uses credit cards. That may or may not be true. I don't... Not the asshole. You're the asshole on several levels. Here we go. Medical finances are a very personal matter. You overstepped that boundary. I assume your niece and nephew are under 18. No kid wants a paid orthodontist bill for Christmas. Using your new spending limits on credit cards just because you can is not good financial planning. I get that. 
I mean, definitely you're bad with credit cards. <laughs> I, I think that's true. I just ran out of my 0% interest rate, so now I'm pretty much never going to use my credit card again. But as far as medical, f- I mean, if she literally was complaining that she, they don't know if they're going to make it, and it's a kid's orthodontist bill, I think while I was expecting this whole post to be like ungrateful kids wanting actual gifts instead of bills paid, I think a kid can come to understand that their orthodontist, the dude who's fixing their smile, their fucking face that they take everywhere with them and have to show and 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 represent forever, I think they can understand that that's something that's kind of important. And if they were in jeopardy of having fucked up teeth or not that they should be thankful for their uncle who helped out. As far as the pride thing, I get that, but you got to be able to put it aside for your kids. That, that's my opinion. So I, I don't think he's the asshole, especially from how it was written and everything. You can normally tell if they have like a a, a feeling of uh, superiority, I guess, or just wanting to rub it in their face. Am I the asshole for kicking my fiance out while I breastfed our baby and making his mother tell him off? I'm not getting into that. Am I the asshole for excluding my daughter from a trip of a lifetime? I don't want to read that. She probably did something bad. Am I the asshole for giving my daughter a better present than my son? Okay. And the one under that is for telling my mom she needs to get a job. So that's our backup. Our son is 22 and our daughter is 26. She bought a house in July. We know that moving into a new home always comes with unexpected costs. Hey, that's something I can relate to. I can I can vouch for that. <laughs> new apartment, new house, a little different, same shit. Right after you've probably depleted most of your funds. Yes. So for Christmas, we gave her $4,000. Our son, we gave a few gifts totaling somewhere around at $800. Our daughter had to work Christmas, but we did Christmas on the 26th, and she stayed with us for the holidays from then until yesterday. When, when is that? 19 days. I'm not doing the math. 19 days ago. Our son still lives with us, and today he told us both that he didn't want to say anything while his sister was here, but his feelings were hurt by the disparity in the value of the gifts. We explained that the gifts we got him were tailored to his interests, but his sister has just passed a big life milestone where money is more important to her right now than sentiment. He said it's still hurtful because it feels like we're more proud of her than him. My wife got really frustrated when he said that and asked why he would choose the least charitable interpretation of our actions. That's kind of fair. He said that's just how he felt and he couldn't control it. This is He's 22? That, that's kind of immature, it, it seems like. I said that we didn't give her money because we were more proud but because we had experience being new homeowners and knowing that something always breaks in the first six months and it's good and it's always expensive he said that was all fine and good but it still hurt to get a worse present and feel like an afterthought all right let's let's do a little check in here i gotta say i do not think they're the assholes so far i will agree that four thousand is a lot more than 800 but it does kind of sound like the kid the son is just being ungrateful you everybody can't be treated the same way in every circumstance and especially when you're in different circumstances so so for them to give her money with that thought process in mind that makes sense and for him to get shit that apparently i mean it seems like they both agree shit that he wanted 
uh, instead of cash, I think that that, that doesn't sound too unreasonable, especially because she's older. You know, you wouldn't, <laughs> like, for for instance, you wouldn't give a 13-year-old a, a PS5 for Christmas and then feel like you have to give a 6-year-old that same PS5. That's just not how it works. Give the 6-year-old a, a, a Game Boy or something, right? But um, anyway, continuing on. My wife asked if he expected us to get him $4,000 worth of gifts. He said no, but he expected the gifts between him and his sister to be equal. My wife said that's the same thing, and my brother er, and my son said it isn't. He said we could we could have given her the monetary equivalent of what we gave him. I told him that isn't really fair for him to decide how much he's, we spend on someone else's gift. Furthermore, cash is less personal than gifts, so giving her a cash equivalent to what he got would be her getting the worst gift. Yeah, at this point, he does sound pretty unreasonable. No, I don't want her to get the same. I don't want to get the same amount with me, but I want her to get less. Right? That that doesn't really sound reasonable. He said we weren't listening to him, just justifying. My wife said we don't need to justify anything, and he was being entitled. That is my opinion uh, as well. That's my opinion as well. At that point, he said he didn't want to talk unless everyone was civil, and he went to his room. He skipped lunch today, and when we left, when he left for work, he didn't say goodbye, even though I was right by the door. My wife is irritated, and my son is clearly resenting us. I can't really decide if we're in the wrong here. On the one hand, we should be able to give our money to whoever we want, on the other hand, I never want to hurt my son's feelings. Were we wrong? All right, I got to say, if you're going to Reddit to make parental decisions, I think there's already something, some lapse in judgment. Now, if you're just reflecting or getting an opinion or, or just another side of it, that's cool. But I don't think you should make your entire judgment based on what strangers on the Internet have to say about something. Um, therefore, I would like to give my opinion. I, I personally do not think that they're the asshole for this. Kids don't need to be treated equally. They, they need to be treated with equity. And I, I've, I've only seen a meme about that where these, these people were standing on boxes and instead of everyone getting the same box and only one person being able to see, some people needed two boxes because they were short. And that said equality versus equity. And so that's that's the vague understanding I have of it. But I think equity is meeting a certain person's specific needs instead of equality, just giving everybody the same shit. So while I will agree that four thousand is an ass ton more than eight hundred, and maybe like two thousand would have been a little more reasonable and ballpark for for comparison. You know, just so he doesn't feel like this bad about it. I also think that um, the son's reaction to the whole thing, saying that she should have just gotten less and not him getting more, I think he it just shows that he's a little immature about it. Like, first of all, you're 22 and still living with your parents. Now, I'm 20 and I was still living with my parents, so my, um, my gripe isn't with that. I'm just saying that I think maybe he feels a little bit jealous of, of the sister. And this is me reading into it at this point, but... Maybe that's why he feels so strongly about it. because, And he said that he feels like they're more proud of her. And so he, he's just getting a little bit too emotional when it comes to the analysis of, you know, how Christmas played out. But I, I, they, the, I say not the asshole, 
but Reddit voted that voted that they were the assholes. So I would like to see what happens. All right, first one. Let me get let me get a sip of water while I mentally prepare for this. You're the asshole for doing this at Christmas. I'm the youngest of four siblings. My oldest sister is 10 years older than me, so we definitely reached milestones at different times. Things like wedding money, housewarming gifts money, slash money, graduation gifts, obviously came at different times for each of us, and we're not tied to group holidays like Christmas. You could have given your daughter an $800 check or gift for Christmas and $3,200 for closing on the house at a different time slash setting, then you could tell your son, we'll be excited to give you a gift of money to help out when you buy your first home. Instead, now it is a very disproportional Christmas gift, which is sure to raise some jealousy. And now this is rare. Normally edits only happen on like main posts, but this fucking comment has two edits. So first edit, my judgment is very light and you both seem like very generous parents who want to help both of your kids get ahead in life. I definitely don't think you owe your son more now. I'm sorry, I definitely don't think you owe your son more now than an explanation and an apology for timing and reaction to his concerns. In the future, I would just keep shared gift opening times. I would just keep shared gift opening times in kind for both kids and stick to milestone gifts timed with the milestone. I don't understand their wording, but I think what they're saying is, um, I think what they're basically saying is like, even if they moved around Christmas, that shouldn't be the Christmas present. And honestly, I feel like if it's that semantic, like you're getting that into the depths of it, you're just thinking a little too much about it. I don't think it's that deep, honestly. But that could just be me. Um, let's see. Looking for a not-the-asshole post. But it seems like everybody pretty much seems on the same the same page about this. Oh my gosh. The kid lives at home rent free. He's definitely looking for a gift horse in the mouth. What? Also, he can feel any way he pleases, but he should be able to understand the nuance of a situation and not run his mouth. He's being jealous, not the asshole. I mean, that's how I feel. There are nuances. that They just moved, so they should get more. They need it. You haven't done shit. It's just Christmas for you. So I think that's really what it comes down to. All right. After reading your responses, you're the asshole. I have no issue with you giving your daughter money. Hell, I have no issue with you giving her more money. Buying a house can suck, and things pop up that you never expect. Everything is expensive. But you're the asshole for, one, framing it as a Christmas gift and not a housewarming gift, and two, the way you treated her son, your son. He did it right. He didn't attack. He just said, these are my feelings. And your wife immediately started going on the offensive and belittling his feelings. Don't you want your son to feel comfortable coming to you about his problems, discussing his feelings with you? Why would he feel comfortable speaking to either of you now? If he comes to you with a problem, are you going to help? Or are you going to sit there while his mom calls him names? That's what makes you the asshole in my eyes. He handled it right. You guys didn't. Info. Why did it have to be at Christmas time that you gave her money for possible repairs? Why not wait for X, Y, Z to break down 
and then cover the cost for her. What happens if she doesn't have $3,200 worth of repairs come up? See, I really, when it comes to shit like this, he came to them saying that he was feeling a certain type of way, right? That's completely valid for that. For him to feel that way, I, I guess, you know, people can have their own reactions and even have their own reactions based on incorrect or misunderstood information. That's completely valid and okay. But at the point where he expresses his concerns and then they they ask, you know, well, what would you have preferred? Why do you think this way? Would you have preferred this? And then he says no and, and answers that kind of show that it, it's more... You know, even though he's feeling this way, it's really him being kind of uh, well, inappropriate is the first word that came to mind. Him being s- seemingly un- ungrateful and um, not under what I don't want to steal their wording, but not understanding the nuance of the situation that, yeah, she's in a different place. She deserves or is, is kind of calls for something different. I don't really think the time and fucking place of. Uh, Christmas m- makes a huge difference, but maybe to this kid it does. So, I'm still sticking with not the asshole, man. I maybe I'm insensitive, and everyone listening is disagreeing with me. But yeah, I I don't think it's that deep, man. You're different ages. You're gonna g- have different um different presents. Okay, here's one not the asshole, and then I'll wrap up. Not the asshole. I feel like people on here hate favoritism so much that they think you have to treat your kids equally every second of their lives. The fact is, when children are different ages slash at different places in life, they'll be going through different milestones at different times. For example, if one of your children had gotten their license that year and you got them a car for Christmas, that doesn't mean you need to spend a car's worth of money on your other child that Christmas. That is a great fucking point. Wow. That is that's pretty fucking good. Because you can't, you know, families that are, are living check to check can't just afford to get a car whenever they get a license just for the fuck of it. So, yeah, Christmases, birthdays, that are that's something they wait for. That's a big event where you're supposed to give a present. So, hey, they need a car. There's a car. So that, that, that makes sense. Uh, he continues, that'd be ridiculous. As long as you treat the kids the same in the long run and help them out similarly for these milestones, it's okay for them to be a little disparity every once in a while. Someone said, this is the best comment. I'm a little baffled at the gall of your son for bringing it up. The difference in situations should be very clear to him. Daughter is on her own. Money is tight after buying a house. Son lives at home and has the majority of his bills taken care of. It's a case in which the son shares in everything the parents have, but wonders why he can't have more from them. It is entitled behavior, not the asshole. I don't know if I'd go that far to say it. I, I Like I said, I feel like, if anything, maybe he's a little jealous or he feels like... Uh, Maybe, yeah, he said he feels like they're more proud of her and uh, he's insecure about still living at home. Maybe that's what it is. That's that's what maybe I think, but I agree with that more than the you're the asshole comments. So I'm going to say not the asshole. <sighs> but that's it for me. I think I'm going to do one last sweep just to make sure I don't have any homework creeping around that I needed to do and it's going to be you know late or not accepted if I don't do it. Do one last check and then enjoy the rest of my afternoon before I have to go to sleep, wake up, go to the gym and go to work and start it all over again. So I'll go do that. You do you and I hope you have a great week. Thanks for listening. Take it easy. Later.